0: Hi, this is Gordon Russell, host of The Neutral Ground, the New Orleans Advocates weekly podcast on the stories behind some of the stories that are making waves in South Louisiana this week. Thanks to our sponsors, Gardner Realtors, and thank you for joining us. Hi, uh, my guest today is Jeff Adelson, City Hall reporter for The Advocate. He's going to talk to us about the uh, ever-popular city network of traffic cameras and the recent changes to that program. Uh, thanks for joining me, Jeff.
1: Uh, thanks for being on, Lord.
0: So let's start with the present tense. Uh, we heard from the mayor today as well as the city council on this issue. And of course, the, the, the recent controversy I'm sure everyone's been following this is that the cameras were recalibrated uh, secretly or without public notice to begin ticketing drivers at a slightly lower threshold than where they'd been previously set. And thousands of people or maybe tens of thousands of people got ensnared in this. Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's most likely in the tens of thousands uh, at this point over the two months uh, between when the thresholds got lowered and when this all became public uh, through media reports in uh, at the beginning of April
0: and just to refresh everyone's memory the the thresholds dropped by two two miles per hour on each of the zones right right when from the the grace area or whatever you wanted to call it, it used to be six miles per hour mm-hmm. in school zones and it's now four miles per hour um, or not I guess it's really three miles per hour if, if you're going 24 in the 20 then you get a ticket. Mm-hmm. I know this because I have one myself. <laughs> no. um, and in the uh, in the non-school zones, you get a ticket starting at eight miles over where it used to be ten. Right? That, that's correct. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, of course, the school zones are, are where a lot of the attention has fo- been focused um, because there's a lot less um, room for error. Right. You know, it's those, it's pretty zones. close to the yeah. actual.
0: And so, what did the mayor say to defend this? I mean, she's been taking a kind of hellacious amount of flack over this. Um, what what did what was her defense of? I mean, the real controversy, I should say, I think, is about not so much the policy itself. I'm sure there's some people do all like that, but the decision to not tell people about it. Uh,
1: and, and I think that's correct. I think there probably would have been some grumbling or some uh, people who were upset if they were told that they had to go slower or risk a ticket. But I think the big controversy over over this change is that nobody knew, and this comes after. Uh, the Landry administration had been very uh, upfront and vocal and, and open about the fact that they were setting the cameras to start t- issuing tickets at 6 miles per hour and 10 miles per hour. So there were people who had adjusted their behavior based on when they were going to right. get get tickets. I was uh, one of these people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think a lot of the outrageous people who feel like They were following the rules and they were doing what they understood to be within the boundaries of what would get them a ticket and uh, didn't uh, and and still still got cited. So the mayor spoke to a city council budget committee today. Um, Committee was actually holding hearings specifically on this issue because there's been uh, uh, a lot of a lot of controversy over this. Um, so the mayor, uh, does not typically appear before these committees, but showed up in person today and said, uh, she absolutely, uh, um, she was the one that made the call to do this. She was the one that made the call, uh, or she, she heavily implied that she was the one that made the call not to issue notice. I I don't think she said the words, right? It was my call. Um, and, um, she defended it by arguing that this is a matter of public safety. People should not be uh, speeding in school zones, which I think, I think is something everyone would agree with. Um, she said that if it were up to her, she would have, uh, reduced the the threshold to the actual speed limit, but that she was told she couldn't because for legal reasons, because you need to account for miscalibrations and things like that in the cameras. Um, and, uh, she said that by not telling people she was, uh, helping to increase public safety because the tickets would uh, would discourage people from, from speeding more.
0: So this would. I, I've been trying to wrap my head around this argument. So the idea is that people will learn a lesson better by getting a ticket rather than by an actual public announcement that you need to go slower. People will, this will be more of a, it's a lesson people won't forget
1: i i think that seems to be the argument um now the city council uh and critics of this policy um uh, and, and also some people within the administration uh have have sort of countered this argument uh some before the argument was even made by saying that like look if you tell people that this is how fast they can go and no faster they'll go they'll change their behavior to take that into account. So at the time the policy was um, being formulated, there were people within the Cantrell administration that said, if we want people to change their behavior, we should do a public relations campaign and make sure people know that they can, they now have to go a bit slower. Um, city council members were repeatedly pressing uh, uh, both uh, the mayor herself and members of her administration today. You know, They said, look, if you want people to go 24 miles per hour instead of 26 miles an hour, why do not you tell them that right. uh, they should, that's how fast they should go? And then they had, they'd have a chance to to change their uh, behavior. Um, somewhat tellingly, um, Chief Administrative Officer uh, Gilbert Montano, who is Latoya Cantrell's second-in-command, um, was asked point-blank by several council members today whether he agreed that the city shouldn't have... Uh, Sent out a ticket. Uh, said that whether he agreed that there should not have been a warning, mm-hmm. as the mayor has argued for, and he could not say that he agreed with that policy. He I said didn't. he was just
0: carrying out policies ordered by the mayor. He said, sort of, these decisions are made by politicians, right? Essentially, right? Um, it's an interesting, you know, just from a political perspective, I feel like, um If the idea here was a money grab, which many people seem to think it was, that that they would get a lot more money this way, it seems like in a way, if I had to guess, even if they had done a modest public relations campaign, they would have probably gotten a pretty nice money grab anyway, because a lot of people wouldn't have paid attention to the public relations campaign, I'm guessing, until they started getting tickets. But they could have then maybe avoided some of this political backlash.
1: I, I think that seems right. Again, had they been able to point to some sort of notification they sent out, I think a lot of people uh, who are now upset about this wouldn't have really had a leg to stand on. I think uh, also one of the things you would have seen is you would have seen more, um, you would have seen an increase in tickets anyway, because there would be people who, you know, uh, were going 24 miles an hour and weren't doing it deliberately. They just, right. that happened to be the speed they were going at. Um, and I think you'd also the the other thing that you know some people have brought up and came up in today's meeting is when uh, the mayor tur- uh, agreed to turn off um, about twenty cameras at the beginning of the year. Um, those cameras were left up; they're they're you know they're there, they're usable, but yeah. uh, they're not currently being turned on. And those the city has always said will be moved to other school zones throughout the city. And apparently, right. there's some discussion about um, moving uh, looking at a couple sites in New Orleans East I'm sure there's discussions uh, elsewhere in the city but if you know the the mayor seemed to have won the argument that cameras in school zones are a good thing because it keeps people from speeding in school zones uh, and that's a that's a significant political victory for her considering she was she had to back off of her campaign pledge to get rid of all all cameras. Right. Um, in order to make that. But um she had she had convinced the public, rightly, potentially, that um school zones are, are places where we need to be uh more cognizant of safety and more uh harsher on people who speed. So they could have moved those twenty cameras to school zones more quickly than they have and made a lot of potentially a lot of money yeah. from people who weren't used to cameras right. in those areas there's usually
0: a big and, yeah. a big windfall in the first install yeah. one until people get used um, to it. and i think
1: that would have been a less controversial way yeah. if money is is what's at the root of this
0: you know i have to say that this whole program i feel like has been marked by disingenuousness from the start in different ways i mean i don't want to get on my soapbox but when you go back to the landry administration you know mitch landry always said these were about public safety, despite there not being necessarily a lot of evidence that they resulted in an increase in public safety. And I should say, you know, when the Landry administration installed these, they also were not clear about what the rules were initially. And it was just sort of you learned by getting tickets. Mm -hmm. But then there was a big, there was a lot of reporting on this. Um, There was a lot of public outcry. And then eventually, I think to the Landry administration's credit, they it did lay out pretty clearly what the rules were. And then I think people eventually adjusted their behavior. I mean, another thing that, that I have to question, and I know it's, uh, you know, no one wants to be the person who, of course, everyone's against speeding in school zones. But I have to say, in my and I tend to be driving more towards, like, say, in the morning rush mm-hmm. hour, towards the 9 o'clock hour, which is the tail end of the, the speed zone enforcement, I mean, I have never seen a child anywhere near one of these zones during that time. Not one child. I mean, <laughs> I mean they're all in class already. You know, and, and often on top of that, the actual place where they issue the tickets is a couple of blocks away from the mm-hmm. school. And it's usually s- situated in a place as to seemingly to generate maximum ticket revenue. For instance, I'm thinking of one that I pass a lot on Napoleon Avenue. That's it's it's a block and a half away from the Andrew Wilson mm-hmm. School. But Napoleon happens to be an area where people go faster because it's a wide mm-hmm. street, and and they can reduce the speed limit from mm-hmm. 35 to 20 all of a sudden. And so that's the potential mm-hmm. for a lot of tickets. But not once have I seen a child anywhere near those those cameras.
1: Well, and th- th- that's an interesting point. Uh, and um, Jeff Asher, who's a crime analyst he's now working for the city council, actually... Did a, a brief report and a presentation uh, for the council. They're hearing today, um, and there's a, there's a couple of interesting things out of that. One, um, the last time there was a child who was struck and killed, uh, or struck and killed in a school zone, you know, when mm-hmm. these cameras would be operating, uh, was five years ago. It was an incredibly tragic case, um, uh, and one that's actually been very formative for. Um, Mayor Cantrell, uh, she actually brought up the same case uh, during uh, during today's hearing and said, "This is a tragedy that, that really affected this family. Shouldn't happen again." One of the things to note about that case is the driver was going seventy one miles an hour. Um, he was not driving twenty six miles an hour or twenty four miles an hour. Right. He was, you know, nothing that uh, happened with these, uh, these cameras would have been... Uh, had anything to had do, anything with, to do right. with this. Um, and one of the other things that Jeff Asher's uh, analysis showed was that uh, children, and, and particularly children in school zones, getting hit is an incredibly rare event in the city of New Orleans. So one of, the, one of his conclusions uh, when he was talking to the council was that he actually couldn't make a lot of strong conclusions about what the effect of this would be because there's so few incidents that it's hard to, to tease out what the any effect. trend yeah. because of,
0: yeah, because, yeah, I mean, again, it's, and I don't want to sound like I'm, uh, you know, uh, uh indifferent to the, to children or something, mm-hmm. but, it, but it is, it's a difficult thing for people to be against, uh, speed zone enforcement mm-hmm. near schools, and I think in general, it's obviously a good thing. I'm just pointing out that sometimes the the way these policies are actually implemented seems more mm-hmm. designed around ticket revenue than the safety of children, mm-hmm. at least that's my, my analysis of it. Um, so there was some discussion on the council, I think, about an amnesty and that kind of thing. Is that do you think there's something like that in the works, possibly, or is this just going to be something where people say, "Let's just let people take their lumps and uh, and and move on from there"?
1: I think I think that's potentially going to be something that uh, continues to be uh, pushed by the council. It's not entirely clear uh, where you know where that's going to go or how far that's going to go. Um, but there, there are council members who are at least interested in the idea of saying um, you know if you got a ticket between February 4th and April 1st which is when the first stories about this uh, this change came out um, and you were going a speed that wouldn't have gotten you a ticket in January right um, maybe that ticket should be forgiven now there's sort of a separate track of Uh, an amnesty program that the city, the city council and the mayor's office are talking about that would involve, you know, forgiving late fees for Uh, people that hadn't paid tickets because there's actually hundreds of thousands of dollars or hundreds of millions, excuse me, of dollars of unpaid tickets over the last uh, decade, not just traffic camera tickets but parking tickets (laughs) and other other kinds of things. Um, And that's sort of, that's, that's a related effort, but, but, the real question, I think, is whether the council sort of decides to take a stand and say, you know, um, all these tickets that you got over the last two months, you got to you got to make these people whole. And, and, and there's some council members that are interested in that. I yeah. don't know um, how, how hard they push it or, you know, even if they continue to push it, if the administration just says, you know, no, these people are breaking the law right. and these people deserve to pay.
0: Right. Interesting. So as so so where are things stand? right now this is unresolved basically uh it's
1: basically unresolved um i think uh we're uh, um we're just gonna have to see uh who makes the next move i i imagine uh the next thing that could happen would likely come from the council uh i think i'm not sure uh all of the council members really felt they got um felt satisfied at the end of uh, today's meeting yeah so
0: and I guess an amnesty would have been easier to achieve if they had done it quickly enough that people hadn't had to pay the tickets. Now they have to figure out how to give the money back to all right, the people, right. which is That's probably a logistical nightmare. I know yeah. I had to pay mine in the last few days. I was I was waiting <laughs> to see if there'd be an amnesty, and finally I said, "I guess I got to pay this thing." Well, so, I, I,
1: I've been I've gotten emails from people, and I've been telling uh, everyone who asks that if I were in their shoes, I'd be paying the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't hold out. Uh, wouldn't hold out hope.
0: All right. Well, uh, thanks Thanks for taking a few minutes to talk to us today, Jeff. Appreciate it. Thank you. Really appreciate it. All right. The Neutral Ground is brought to you by Gardner Realtors with music provided by David Bodie. We welcome your feedback and your ideas for future shows. Email me at GRussell with two S's and two L's at TheAdvocate.com or call me at 504-636-7437. Hope to see you next week.